It's so great to be back with you. It's been a few years uh, since we've had a chance to reconnect. Uh, as uh, Ron said, we're the Hallahans. We serve with World Gospel Mission in Uganda. Uh, when we first uh, came here to share our story and our call, we had two little boys. Uh, now they're about this big, and we have two little girls as well. Uh, so we've been in Uganda since 2011. Uh, and uh, primarily serving as chaplains at uh, Heritage International School, which Kelly will share about in just a minute. But we just want to thank you. Uh, Trinity has been a great support, uh, not just financially, but through prayer. Uh, and I I'm just here to tell you that God is doing an awesome thing uh, in Uganda, across Africa as a whole, and you're playing a part of it. And so we're, we're grateful for that. Uh, we're just here for a brief two-month visit. Uh, this is not our official home assignment, but uh, actually we'll be with Joy in a, in a week or so at some meetings over at headquarters. But uh, Ron and Scott invited us to come and just give you a brief update of what God's doing there in Uganda. So, yeah. so in Uganda, we are the school chaplains, Mr. and Mrs. Chaplain. We're sharing one job together uh, so that Josh can also work on his seminary degree. And so Heritage International School is a very unique school in that we have 400 students, pre-K to 12th grade, from 40 different countries. And so what that means for us, you've been, you know, you've heard God call us to the ends of the earth, right? Well, we're kind of doing it a little bit in reverse. We're just asking that he sends the ends of the earth to us because they all congregate in Kampala for some reason. And so we get to love on kids from Korea and Great Britain and Canada and all around the world every week in our chapel services and in my Bible study that I have with girls before school. And our office is open so that they can come in for prayer or counseling. And so we get to impact this generation with the gospel. We get to create space where they can engage with God and not only the students. If you'll look at the slide in the middle, um, we have support staff workers who keep our grounds clean and keep our classrooms clean and keep things secure. They are on mission with us. And um, the other two but we work with the youth group we work with chapel services we get our kids involved in outreach programs outside of the school walls so that they're actually putting hands and feet to the gospel that they're learning on campus if you look at the uh the next slide these have been two exciting years god's been working in our hearts as a family mm -hmm. uh, and i've had the amazing privilege of baptizing three of my family members uh, over these past two years. Uh, both our boys, uh, Seth uh, was baptized just a couple months ago at our Easter Chapel. Caleb, last school year, uh, made the decision to be baptized, and Kelly was baptized uh, in the Indian Ocean. Uh, you can ask her that story, just the work that God's been doing in her heart and in our boy's heart. It's just so exciting. Um, and so we're just, again, just so grateful for the part that you're playing in your prayers. Uh, you know, Kelly and I are very passionate about discipleship, as we should all be. <laughs> uh, Jesus called us to go and make disciples, and we're excited for what he's doing in our home. Uh, we're excited for what he's doing uh, at Heritage International School. And uh, if you look at the next slide, God has asked us, uh, we, we just started a home fellowship at our house. Uh, we meet every Thursday evening, and... Um, 
really our focus is on encouraging one another to go out and make disciples. Uh, I remember sitting in one of our first meetings, sitting in our living room, having a conversation, and uh, quite a few of them said, I don't know how to make disciples. Um, and I thought, you know, if, if Jesus laid out the strategy 2,000 years ago to go make disciples, and we haven't had any change to that strategy, uh, we ought to know how to do it uh, and feel empowered to do it. And so that's been a huge passion on our hearts, uh, just to gather with people and encourage one another uh, to, to make disciples. And I'll tell you a story of uh, that guy up there in the top left corner. His name is Brian, and that's his wife, Catherine. Uh, during this two years, uh, we had a leaky roof problem at our house. I had a roof right over our bedroom that was leaking, and I had three guys, different guys, come out to fix it three times, uh, and the last guy left me with more leaks than I started with, and I'm not exaggerating. That's a true story. Beyond frustrated, right? Kelly and I actually got kicked out of our bedroom because water's falling on our heads, uh, and didn't know what to do. And, and someone said, you got to try Brian. Give Brian a call. And so I called Brian. Brian came and checked it out. And uh, praise God, Brian fixed my roof. Um, but Brian and I and his wife, Catherine, and our family, we developed quite a strong friendship. Brian loves the Lord. Mm -hmm. And we've ha we had some really good conversations. And we began sharing about how the church overall uh, maybe we have some improving to do, some frustrations that we have with the church and uh, the lack of discipleship that was happening there. And I said, you know, Brian, we can, uh, we can uh, get frustrated with the church and complain about the church. We all like to complain, right? Um, or, or we can be the change that we want to see, or we can start doing what we believe maybe we're not doing so well. And Brian began to share with me uh, the vision that God had given him for his company, Again, Brian's a contractor. He owns his company there in Kampala. And he said, you know, Josh, I want to be the best. We want to be the best in Uganda. We want to have the best contracting business. He said, but I really want, I really believe that God wants me to invest in the young people of Kampala and to train them in these trades, but also to use my business to disciple and to make disciples of Jesus through my business. And I said, Brian, that's it. <laughs> That's what we all should be doing. Uh, and so Brian has this amazing vision of using his company to build the kingdom of God uh, by doing what he's passionate about, uh, fixing roofs. And uh, actually, Brian, Brian loves to talk about cement. He loves cement for some reason. Um, and you know what? If you can use cement to make disciples, do it. You know, uh, I think that's what God wants us to do. And so we've been meeting, as I said, with, with Brian and some others, and really just driving home the point that of the strategy that Jesus left us with, the Great Commission that we're all, I think, familiar with in Matthew 28, to go to all nations, make disciples, baptize believers, and to teach them to obey all the things that he's commanded us to do. And uh, just so we meet regularly just to encourage one another. You know, if as teachers, as builders, as business people, as mom, as dad, as neighbor, as friend, as grandma, as grandpa, we all have people that we interact with on a daily basis. And those are the ones. Those are the ones that God wants us to make disciples of Jesus and to do it in a way that they will then go and make disciples of Jesus. 
And then we begin to see multiplication and we see the church just expand at rapid rates and we see the Great Commission fulfilled. I don't know about you, I want to see it in my lifetime. I want to see Jesus come back and say, well done, you did it. Now let's go celebrate for all eternity, right? Uh, I don't know if I'll get to see that, but that's what I want to see. And, and so we all have a part to play. And I just want to encourage you, you have a role to play. And, and some, many of you are doing it, I'm sure. But your neighbors, the people you work with, your grandkids, your, your sons and daughters, whoever it may be, teach them to obey. Introduce them to Jesus. Uh, make a disciple of Jesus and encourage them to go and make more disciples. And let's watch the Great Commission get completed. So thank you so much for what you're doing in Uganda. Kelly's going to share just a few ways that you can stay connected with what's happening there. Yep. So we've got a couple ways that you can partner with us in seeing the Great Commission unfold. So you can take a look at our Facebook page. We update that with pictures and videos and prayer updates. Uh, then you can also give financially um, at the link above, and it's on the back of our prayer card as well. Uh, you can give a one-time gift. You can give on a monthly or annual basis. Every bit helps us stay in Uganda and do what God has called us to do. And then the last thing is um, email updates, prayer updates. We send out weekly updates that are kind of like bullet points, like a couple requests and a couple praises, and that's it. Then our monthly update is more like paragraph, family update, ministry update, a little bit more meat. Um, and so you get to choose how often you hear from us. But what God has really been just burdening me with is this burden of prayer driving me to my knees, really understanding that prayer actually is the work, that you can influence missions just as much here on your knees as I can in Uganda. And that, that is what keeps us there. That is what protects us while we're there. It keeps us healthy, keeps me, my kids healthy, it keeps us sleeping at night. Um, yet we're so thankful for the men and women here who intercede on our behalf. And um, so those are some ways that you can stay up to date with our prayer needs. You just need to give us your email address. So thank you. We're so grateful to be here and to see all your friendly faces. And um, yeah, that's us. Thanks. tell you, when I think of all that uh, they represent having four children in Africa right now and uh, doing all that they want, but to hear the powerful reminder that on Pentecost Sunday, which is why there's a red cloth, uh, cloth over the cross today, Pentecost Sunday where the Spirit fell, it was through a prayer meeting. And I, I agree with what Kelly said, that in the place of prayer, we know that we know we can we can help influence the work around the world. And guess what? God heard somebody's prayers today because I'm not going to preach. It's a miracle. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's, it's too late to beat the first service. Several came out saying that's the best they ever heard me, you know. <laughs> so uh, we're grateful. Let's stand together. And uh, Scott is somewhere, but we put a plate out in the back. Patrick, would you go see if that plate's still out there in the back? And that, that plate is a way we can bless the, the Hallahan family. 
just a plate of support. If you'd like to put something in there, got it, okay. Uh, you, you, you bless them. And we want to bless our missionaries as they come through. Let's stand together and we'll receive the benediction. <coughs> Sisters and brothers, now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, Jesus Christ, be honor and power, majesty and dominion, now and forever.